Hi, this is Angie Meadows. And this is Josh Bond. This is the Rocker Recovery. Today we're doing the book Detachment. It's our fifth Rocker Recovery book. We have Anxiety, The Tormented Mind, uh, Trauma, Spirit and Soul Disconnect, and now the 12 Steps of Detachment. The next one that I'm working on, Josh, is uh, Relationship Addictions. Okay. Um, it, I... I'm struggling. <laughs> I'm 300 <laughs> pages into it, and I'm like, okay, I got to get this down. This doesn't belong. This belongs here. Hmm. So we're we're just going to work through this these principles. We're going to give you principles to think with, so that you're not thinking with your self pity. You're thinking with self pity and your bitterness and your anger. You're never going to recover. <laughs> That's true. So Very principle true. number six. Detachment means forgiveness, not forgetfulness. So there are some things that you're just never going to forget, but it can. It can build a muscle of compassion so that you can be compassionate for somebody else. And I know that I was talking to a young lady today and I was telling her, um, my heart is so compassionate for those that are in addiction and those that are struggling and broken because I've washed their feet. I've listened to their stories. I've come alongside them. I've heard how they were sold as children into prostitution, how they were molested at four, how a family member was murdered and the suicide of a parent. And you know, when, when you hear these stories, you're not gonna be judging them no more. Your heart's gonna be breaking. And I feel like uh, the heart of the father is breaking for these kids, Josh. Yes, definitely. And we got, uh, we got a city that is plagued with addiction. We got a country that's plagued with addiction. And I feel like we need, uh, if you don't know what to do, I, I want you just praying. Just praying that God gives us the words. He gives us the way. He gives us the means to be able to make a difference. So kick us off here with the introduction. Forgiveness can empower me to seek and search for ways to detach from my past and move forward with my life. Forgiveness does not give someone a free pass to start abusing me again. Forgiveness gives me the permission to move forward in my life. It is kindness to me to forgive others. So be kind and compassionate one to another, forgiving each other, just as Christ God forgave you, Ephesians 4, 32. So I feel like this forgiveness is really huge, but I don't feel like that we have to get in the middle of it again. We don't yeah. have to trust this person again. They've got to earn their way back to us. Uh, but if I hold on to what happened to me, it's going to be a real struggle for me to move forward. So forgiveness. If we don't forgive, we can't find forgiveness. For if you forgive men when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their sins, your Father will not forgive you your sins. Matthew six fourteen through 15. Forgiveness should not allow someone else to abuse access to abuse me again. Yeah, I shouldn't, I shouldn't just make myself a doormat. I shouldn't wipe that slate clean and say okay come back you yeah. can fill it up again now it's clean yeah do instead, it again yeah instead i want to say um no it's under the blood it's as far as east is from the west i remember it no more but you're gonna have to earn your way yes. you're gonna have to earn that trust you're not just going to be given given it you know i'm not just giving it to you free but forgiveness is free yes and trust is earned trust is earned so if we indulge in unforgiveness it will Rob us of our happiness, contaminate our thinking, contaminate our speech, cause troubles in our other relationships, develop a root of bitter bitterness, 
contaminate other areas of my life. Yeah, so if I don't get it out, it's coming out some other way. Yes. And it may come out as addiction. It may come out as some other form of self-abuse. So make every effort to live in peace with all men and to be holy. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. See to it that no one misses the grace of God and that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile many. In Hebrews 12, 14 through 15. So here it is. I'm going to have, I'm going to be defiling many around me if I allow uh, unforgiveness to go to anger and then to go to bitterness. So any type of anger, bitterness, uh, self, it's got to be met with forgiveness. So how do you do this? How do I forgive, Josh? Uh, Forgiveness is a choice and the right thing to do. Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Colossians 3.13. Okay, so forgiveness is bigger than me. I can't just say, all right, I forgive, and then it's done. Sometimes I got to do it a hundred times, Josh. Yes. Sometimes I'm going to do it three times a day. I'm going to feel it come up. I'm going to say, Lord, I forgive because your word says to forgive, and I'm going to obey you, but I don't know how to do this. So I, I want you to do it in and through me. And as I just keep releasing it, detaching from it, giving it to God, then it starts to come. My emotions follow. But first, I want to purpose to do what God commanded me to do. I want to take my will, line it up with the Father's will, and say, you told me to forgive. I'm going to do it. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how long it'll take me, but I'm going to move forward. And eventually, my emotions will follow. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times when I have forgiven, I just don't feel anything. Um I just I don't feel good or bad. I don't I don't I don't really care anymore. And that's that's a, a nice safe place for me. But when I can get all the way to wanting them to do well, to wanting to bless them, now I've moved into a place of real uh, power in myself to command um, forgiveness. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay, number Definitely. two. Forgiveness does not pardon the offender from the consequences. Why do you despise the word of the Lord by doing what is evil in his eyes? You struck down Uriah the Hittite Hittite, Hittite, with the sword and took his wife to be your own. The sword will never depart from your house because you despise me. This is what the Lord says. Out of your household I am going to bring calamity upon you. Before your very eyes I will take your wives and give them to the one who is close to you and he will lie with your wives in broad daylight second samuel 12 9 through 11 hmm whoa so it does not (laughs) pardon it doesn't pardon your offender no um so if i can release it it releases me it doesn't pardon them now the really funny thing is josh is that this is old testament Hmm. and this is this is the law but somehow or another god gives me grace and he doesn't always give me the justice that i deserve for my sin somehow or another he's gracious um and i just i don't get this incredible judgment like um David got. But I do feel like that if I'm under the law, if I'm demanding that others obey the law and, you know, and I'm not practicing grace, then I'm going to get the law. Mm -hmm. And I very well might get massive consequences. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. All right. Uh So number three. Forgiveness is for my benefit. 
For if you forgive men when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. There it is again. Matthew 6, 14 and 15. Number four. Forgiveness is not forgetfulness. It needs a strong boundary until trust is earned. Do not take revenge, my friends, but leave room for God's wrath. For it is written, it is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord, Romans 12, 19. So a lot of times, Josh, I just pray, oh God, oh God, have mercy. Have mercy, have compassion, deliver them, snatch them from the fire. But if they refuse use to repent and they're going to drag others down with them they're going to drag others uh, astray then make an example out of them and that's uh, that's what solomon teaches in proverbs he says lord smite the scorner and the simple will beware and that way many around them could be saved yeah by seeing the consequences that come on them so let's look at bitterness unforgiveness will end in bitterness that will ooze a little at a time or explode in exaggeration over trivial matters. If you leach bitter poison into waitresses or retail workers, become cognizant cognizant of the unsafe person in your life that you cannot confront. Oh, whoa. Oh, whoa. <laughs> so if I'm flipping it and attacking attack a poor waitress, uh, there's somebody in my life I can't confront. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, so go right here. Journal or find a trusted friend and unload the pain in a healthy manner. This will help you detach your heart from an unsafe person who may never acknowledge their wrong or ask for forgiveness. You know, sometimes people don't come back and ask for forgiveness. And even though they've wronged you, they're actually blaming you yes. for the fact that they wronged you. They're saying, well, you deserved it. Well, you asked for it. Yes. <laughs> so bitterness robs you of your joy for today. Bitterness clouds our memories of yesterday. Bitterness overshadows every future relationship with lonely walls of self-protection wow lonely walls of self-protection so if you're lonely start looking at your bitterness start moving it so the truth is if we do not forgive we will be the one who's tormented then the master called the servant in he says you wicked servant he said i canceled all your debt of yours because you begged me so shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant, just as I had had mercy on you? So in anger, the master turned him over to the jailers to be tortured until he should pay back all that he owed. This is how your heavenly father will treat you unless you forgive your brothers from your heart. Matthew 18, 32 through 35. So this is the tormentor's prison. And, and I've noticed, Josh, that if I don't forgive someone, my tormentor's prison is between my ears. <laughs> yes. And I'm literally in a spirit of torment, and I can't get released from it. I am replaying, replaying. He said, she said, they said, we should have, I should have. They well, could have. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and I'm literally, I'm so I'm not behind physical bars, but mentally, this has me captive. So if you're captive mentally over a past situation, I want you to cancel that debt and forgive, because God has forgiven you thousands of times more than what this little thing is for you to forgive so number two unforgiveness holds us hostage in hatred anger and suffering wow forgiveness does not mean forgetfulness four forgiveness should not open us up to unsafe relationship five if we accept the suffering caused by another and forgive our offenders this releases us 
I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of sharing in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow to attain to the resurrection from the dead in Philippians 3, 10 through 11. So what would it look like if I took on the pain of this offense? What would it look like if I took it on the cross, if I bore it and gave it to the Lord? Would it look like a resurrection from the dead? Would it give me power over my flesh to where I could live? Now mm-hmm. I can live in joy and in peace and in the goodness of God. So here's the benefits of forgiving others. Sobriety in, in the recovery community depends on it. One of the biggest things we have to go through in this like recovery community is forgiveness. Huh. You have to make amends and you have to forgive. Because if you don't forgive, you won't keep your side of the street clean. And then you hold on to it. You know what I mean? And, and if you it hold brings on to you it, down it like a rocks. ball and chain. Yes. Benefits of forgiving others. Forgiveness brings us emotional stability and tranquility. Forgiveness. Softens our hearts to become responsible for our part of the problem. Forgiveness. Forges the way for others to humbly repent. Forgiveness. Re- Repentance. <laughs> is a fresh, clean slate. Repentance. Is permission to move forward, learn, grow, and not repeat the past. Yeah, I've got I've got to repent. I've got to say, man, you know, that um that's on me. Yeah. I shouldn't have done that. So forgiveness is separate from reconciliation. I don't have to reconcile once I've forgiven a person, I don't have to reconcile with them. I can keep my distance. If it's not a safe relationship, I don't have to go back. That's a fact. So relationship goals. What are the characteristics of my dream relationship? Hmm. So think about that. What would that look like? Yeah. Is this realistic or is it fairy tale thinking? <laughs> Sometimes I have unrealistic thinking of what a relationship should look like. I think, it, it, so you asked me the question. So my what is exactly the question again? It's mm-hmm. uh, what are the characteristics of my dream relationship? So uh, I couldn't truly put that in human form because the dream relationship is that a dream. Everything out here is life, but the dream relationship is what you have with the father. When you pray and you feel that in your gut, what you have a relationship is knowing that he will never give up on you, mm. knowing that he's always there no matter what. And he does forgive. He does. So what will give us the power not to forgive others? You know what I mean? Yes. So I think, um, I think my expectations, I think this fairy tale thinking is my expectations. And if I have these really high expectations of somebody else and they don't come through, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to be struggling. I battle with that sometimes, yeah, actually. So instead, I need to bring it down and put myself in their shoes and realize what they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. So what are the characteristics of your current close relationships? Are they healthy? Are they... Uh, entangled with a lot of bitterness name each person and place one word beside the name which would describe them so if you take the people in your life and you line them all out from your parents your grandparents your siblings your spouse your children put one word beside each one of them now you've got a clear picture of the pillars in your life which ones are safe which ones are strong which ones keep coming back which ones support you which ones can you not depend on so here's some questions to ask yourself which relationships above are safe and secure Mm -hmm. which ones are semi-safe okay so all relationships are not safe or unsafe some of them are semi-safe you just got to move in and move out 
Which ones are painful and unstable? Yes. Because if they're painful and unstable, I want you to emotionally detach from them. I want you to have no expectations. I want you to love them with your head and not your heart. They haven't earned your heart. You know what they're going to do to your heart. They've already done it a hundred times. So stop giving them your heart. I love that. That's awesome saying, love them with your head. I've never heard that before. Yeah, That's, so I can love them with my intellect. Yes. I can, And my love can be big enough to hold that ground even when they're tormenting me. Yes, that's um, awesome. Yes. So I, like I, I don't have to accept the cursing or the abuse of a toxic person in my life. I can just love them right where they're at yes. and just wait for them to come back around. It doesn't even mean that I have to cut them off. It means that I have to cut off my emotions where they don't have power over me to yes. flip me and torment me. So find out which relationships are toxic and which ones drive you crazy. Those crazy makers, um, they need you need distance. Yes. <laughs> so take one relationship and make some goals. What would it look like in one year with this relationship? What would you want it to look like in two years? What would you want it to look like in five years? At the age of 60 and beyond, where would you like to be in your relationships and when you need assistance or compassion? So I would say seniors are going to need assistance and compassion. And if they haven't invested in relationships, they're not sure why their family's not there. So at 40 and 50 we need to invest in other people so that when we're older maybe they'll invest in us and sometimes that paying it forward it won't be them investing in me it'll be somebody else god doesn't send them back to me he sends somebody else so seniors are very vulnerable to lying irresponsible cons and embezzlers so if you're a senior and you have people in your life that are coming along that are lying to you, taking from you, embezzling from you. I want you to get the safe people in your life to put between you and the other person. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes, definitely. Uh, I know you've always had control of your money. You've always been able to give. But right now, I want you not to. Yes. Without the approval of other people in the family that can see what's going on. Okay. And like in you know, your other chapters, you're... It, the, if those people are coming at you for money, you're also enabling them. Yes. So there's it's a two-way, you know what I mean? If you cut them off, you're helping them and helping you. Yes, so you may be prolonging their suffering Yes. if you give them rent money. Yes. Uh, it may just be one more month that they're going to have to figure it out. What are they going to do for next month? And they didn't get any treatment because they didn't focus on that. Instead, they focused on, okay, what am I going to do for next month? Yes. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yes. So what... Uh, would you have to do now to meet your future goals? What will your loved ones need to do? Are they willing or able to work on a relationship to make themselves dependable and safe? What relationships do you need to nurture the most? Think of trustworthy, trustworthy, dependable, hardworking, protective, or innocent when you make this choice. Yes, so I want you to always protect children. Go back, protect children, protect the elderly, protect those in your life that are defenseless. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. What relationships do you need to distance yourself from? Consider distance with people who are unpredictable, angry, lying, manipulative, or abusive. Guard your heart and expect less from people who are emotionally unavailable. Hmm. So there's a scripture in Proverbs 4.23. It says, guard your heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. So if I'm in a work environment and my boss and his boss and their boss are always triangulating and this one tells me to do this and this one tells me to do the opposite <laughs> and they're and I'm like, 
laying awake at night worried about it. I need to guard my heart. I need to be able to have boundaries, to be able to work with facts and not emotions. Does yes. that make sense? Yes. Because if I can get all wrapped up in my emotions, you might as well forget it. I'm a misery. So what relationships have you invested in for five to 10 years? Are these people growing? Are they healthier every year? Is that are they getting better? Are they getting worse? Have you invested ten years into someone and now they're worse? Yes. If so, I want you to back up. Yeah. Okay. You might be affecting them in the wrong negative way. You might yes. be helping them be worse. You know right. What I mean? <laughs> right. So they might be counting on you yes. and not moving towards God, not praying to God. All they have to do is come and, and ask you. Yes. So he if there is no current potential for growth. Is this a relationship you want to continue investing in? So these are questions that we sometimes don't give ourselves permission to ask. So here's the application. We're going to call it reconciliation. Reconciliation comes when the other person acknowledges their dysfunctional behaviors and develops a plan to change with structured accountability. Reconciliation is pursued too quickly. May cause your loved one to fall back into old habits or dominant of dominance and manipulation. It may also allow you to be abused again. Yes. So I want to reconcile when it's a right time. Yes. But that might not be the right time today. They may need to do some work on themselves first. Does that make sense? Yes. And it may take them a decade. <laughs> okay. So what does repentance look like? Repentance for our enabling behaviors is part of our recovery. Repentance reminds us to us that enabling is sick love and is not helping others find maturity, stability, or independence. Mm. Uh, my enabling is sick love. Um, so if I give somebody a leg up and they find maturity, stability, and independence, I've done a good thing. Yes. But if I enable them and they stay in a sick cycle, I didn't help them. Yes. I help. I actually put another nail in their coffin yes. i actually gave them the ability to continue their toxicity yes. so what's the principle here detachment means forgiveness not forgetfulness detachment means forgiveness not forgetfulness so some relationships need to be no contact others can be oh i could send them a card every now and then you know a couple times a year birthday um holidays, something like that. Or I can just see them at holiday gatherings in public with other people. Or I can give them an occasional text to, oh no, I can call them once a week. To I can call them every day. This is an intimate, trustworthy friend. So there are different levels of friendships and different levels of relationships. And they don't all need to be at that higher level of uh, trust bond. That's right. Um, you have to wait till people are capable of giving and receiving that kind of love. So let's look at the conclusion. Name your forgiveness goals. Forgiveness goals. That's interesting. So what are my forgiveness goals? Who do I need to forgive? Who do I need to seek forgiveness uh, for something that I've done to go back and reconcile? Name those who you want to, to safely let back in your life. Name those you need to repent to and ask forgiveness. Name those who are untrustworthy. They can't have a clean slate to come back and abuse you again. Keep up walls of protection around your heart. Forgive them enough to let your wounds heal, but not enough to give them access to hurt you again. They aren't likely to change. If you separate from toxic people and they really do the work on their own, then you can choose if you want to let them back in your life. Work on your own healing. Yeah, work on my own healing. So I cannot, I cannot fix anyone else. Um, I've got to work on me. 
And as I work on me and somebody else sees that I'm changing, that that I'm not flipping back and forth emotionally, I'm not indulging uh, bitterness and anger, but I, I really have a peaceful spirit and I'm not going to let people rob that from me, that might give them the courage to start moving forward and working on themselves. So pray us out of here, Josh. Lord, we humbly ask you to let uh, your goodness to be evident. Let my heart be soft and tender towards you. May you be my first love. Mm -hmm. May I be whole enough and well enough to not let, to not need to manage another person's life. May you make me strong and discerning that I may understand who to extend forgiveness and compassion to and who to build a fortress against to protect myself. Give me wise counsel in my ears, Father. I love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah, so if I'm not really whole, Josh, I'm going to be trying to manage somebody else. That's real. But if I'm humble, I'm going to be looking at me saying, wow, look at or, that. Or really, if I'm not whole, I'll be trying to control somebody else <laughs> That's because so I true. can't control myself. I can't control me. You know what I mean? Yes. So you're trying to, and, it, and it, that lands you in a really codependent uh -huh. place. Yes. And then every relationship you've got is toxic. Yes. So I want you to be able to manage your own self and let the other things fall wherever they may. So this is Angie Meadows. And this is Josh Bond. This was The Rock of Recovery. If you want to listen to us again, we're on iTunes, Spotify, Pond Pandora, and Podbean. If you want the books, it's on AmazonBooks.com under Rock of Recovery. And don't forget, we love you. God does more. <laughs> amen, amen. <laughs>